Hey everyone, this is the Introverted with Michelle Carey podcast, where everything is through the lens of an introvert. I am Michelle, your host, and today, just like any other day, we're going to keep it moving and love just a little bit more. This is episode one, being an introvert. introvert. I am an introvert. I'm quiet. I'm not too shy, but more of an observer. You know, introverts are more concerned with their own thoughts and feelings. We are thinkers. You know, we live inside our own heads and um, everything is internal for us. That's where we get our energy. Whereas extroverts are everything is external and they get their energy from socializing and people. That's all too much for us introverts. And for me, I don't like large crowds or being around a lot of people. Oh, no, that's a no-no. So the social scene is an energy zapper for me. Um, we can overly stimulate quite easily, most introverts. So we can go from 100 to zero in a short amount of time when we're out of a, out of the party. So we can go to a party and be there, but within a couple of hours, we're ready to go. So, you know, we're drained by social interactions. And it's not a phobia. I don't have any issues socializing, and I think that's a misconception about when people think about introverts, they think that we are unsociable and we um, don't have friends and we're lonely people and all this other crap. It's just that we only want to socialize when we need to. And we, but we prefer not to, and that's okay. So, you know, I think it's just interesting that we're living in an intro, I'm sorry, an extroverted world especially with the onset of social media, it's very difficult for people like myself who are introverts. Um, Extroverts think on an outward level and it negates the fact that there are introverts in this world who don't want to have anything to do with the hustle and bustle of all the social stuff. Only when we want to. So to me, you know, while extroverts are, to me, can be energy parasites and they don't even realize it, Um, they, in terms of what, how we think introverts think, we feel like they're sucking all the energy away. I know. And it's not a bad or a good thing. It's not a right or wrong thing. And one is not superior to the other. So, you know, introverts don't need as much stimulus to feel elated and happy. So here I am, I'm content being at home, reading, writing, and thinking, and being outside, always busying myself with doing something. That's just too much, right? And this drives my youngest daughter crazy. It drives her up a wall. She's an extrovert and always wants to be on the go. And my oldest daughter is an introvert like me. So she doesn't mind staying at home. And she also will go out with her friends. But within a couple of hours, she's tired and she's ready to come back. So... I just, you know, I don't know what it is 
that, you know, the differences in terms of how, you know, extroverts think. I know it's draining for extroverts to deal with, you know, introverts because we're not wired like them. And the majority of the world is told to be social and find that social aspect. And but it's all too much for us, for us introverts. I need the serenity of the peace and quiet for me to draw my thoughts and ideas. I also know I don't like taking a lot of risks at times. And I don't gather um, my excitement from doing such things. So extroverts, they like to take risks. Like they'll go gamble. I cannot stand the gamble. I cannot stand to lose my money. I just do not see the point of it. Now, I am willing to challenge myself, um, which to me is like a risk because I'm putting myself out to the world for public consumption. It's not like the risk of the gambling or bungee jumping, nah, but it is a risk. And I'm not always, you know, one to be paying attention to just every little detail. I'm a big picture kind of a person. I'm an observer, so I'm watching everything around me. I'm taking everything in, not just the one person that wants the attention, but the entire room. This kills my children because they accuse me of this all the time. Uh, they could be talking to me and, I, you know, it looks like I'm listening. I'm somewhat listening, but I'm also in my thoughts and what's occurring around me at the same time. And sometimes I catch what they're saying and other times I just miss it all. And I do feel bad about it because they want my attention, but I'm just not wired this way. You know, I'm just not wired that way. And I have to ask them on several occasions to repeat themselves once I come out of my thought and I can get into what it is that they're saying. And as an introvert, I do. I love being by myself. I am my own best friend. Um, I, you know, I like having time to inform me. I actually do my best when I'm alone. Probably why I like to work from home and be in the house by myself. I am a team player, but I really don't want to be on the team, but I'll be on a team, but let me do my share by myself. Just tell me what it is I need to do and I'll go off from where and bring back my product. I don't have to sit with anybody. I don't have to confer with anybody. Just let me do me. Um, and I will contribute, but it, it's but it's on my own terms. So extroverts, they like that attention, that limelight, that leadership thing. They like to get out there. And that's a difficult thing, especially when, like when I'm at work because my supervisor is really into that team concept and really meshing and co-leading and this, this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, this is a very difficult stretch for me because I just want to be able to do my project, submit my piece, and go on about my business. So, I mean, I don't mind if others like to be the center of attention. I just don't need to be on display. So one of the things I don't like to do is make small talk with people either. And, and I can do it in doses, but it has to be really small doses. My daughter has a friend who her mother, she really is a small talker. And boy, does that creep me out. I can't do it. I don't want to talk about your cat. 
I don't want to talk about your work situation. I don't want to talk about anything. Now, if you want to talk to me about something intellectually deep, like politics or science or, you know, something that we can really get some deep meaning out of, well, I'm good with that. But otherwise, it's going to be really tough. And because of this, I have been labeled cold. But I'm really not. I may seem cold because, you know, but what's really happening is that I'm being overstimulated. And I put up a wall to block you out and to keep me safely within from all the stuff that you're saying. But trust me, I'm very socially aware. I just choose when when I want to be social. And that's the great part. So there's a quote by Susan Cain, who is the author of Quiet, The Power of Introverts in the World That Can't Stop Talking. And she states, introverts have strong social skills and enjoy parties and business meetings. But after a while, they wish they were home in their PJs. They prefer, they prefer to devote their social energies to close friends, colleagues, and families. And their family. That's me. That's me all the way. I don't need all that extra. So I do. I live in my head. I think a lot. Boy, do I think a lot. And introverts love introspection. Our minds wonder and they imagine all kinds of wonderful things. I think inventors are probably introverts. So I think the one thing that gets me is that some people believe extroverts are greater, better, superior to introverts. And that's simply not true. We're different, but neither is greater than the other. So I'm going to need people to stop thinking that introverts don't have friends or need friends and that we need to be fixed in some kind of way. That just drives me crazy. So I would really love it if extroverts would stop trying to fix us. Stop attempting to make us something that we're not because we aren't like them. And that is one of the biggest things that I see with extroverts dealing with introverts. Oh, well, um, come out with us. You need to get out the house or I got a new friend or let me hook you up with this person or let me do this. And I was like, no, stop. I'm good. I'm fine. But that for some reason, the fixing of the introverts drives extroverts. And I really think that that's wrong. It drives me crazy when I'm told I need to do something that's totally out of my demeanor. I'm fine. We're fine. We're all fine. Just respect my space. Respect where I am. I respect where you are. I respect your space. Just understand that. So I am, when it comes to like the Myers-Briggs type indicator, I'm an INTJ. And the I is for introversion and, you know, how we focus our attention N is for intuition, how how we perceive or take in information. T is for thinking, is about how we prefer to make our decisions. And J is for judgment, how we orient ourselves to the extent uh, to the external world. So the opposites, um, of course, the extroverts, they can be sensing, feeling, or perception compared to intuition, thinking, or judgment. And there are 16 combinations of these types. So, you know, I would suggest that folks go out and take the Myers-Briggs type indicator to see what they are. I think it's interesting that my particular um, indicator, um, according to a website called 16 Personalities, that the INTJs are, are considered like the architects. And we are one of the rarest personality types. 
um, and that we, I think we form about just 2% of the population and that women are even lower at 0.8%. And we are said to be difficult to keep up with because of our intellectualism. And we are imaginative, decisive, ambitious, but private and curious. That is me to the hill. I'm very private. I'm, I do make decisions very easy. I am ambitious with a lot of my stuff. But, you know, and I'm curious, but I keep all this stuff in the background. And so INTJs are also bookworms. I love to read. My mom was a librarian by trade, and I grew up in libraries, and I'm always reading a book. Matter of fact, I'm an author, so I read and write books. Um, I do focus on my close friends. I am quiet. I am reserved. I see the big picture. I value everybody's objectiveness than emotional and personal responses um, as a way to make decisions. Don't make decisions on your emotions because I don't, to me, it doesn't always pan out. You really should make your decisions based on your logic of what it is you know and apply the best knowledge possible because you sometimes you feel so emotional about something because you're so close to it you want it so bad and then when it doesn't happen and it disappoints you you didn't you couldn't see the writing on the wall you couldn't see the facts before you that your emotions were blocking of what what you could have made a better decision on so I'm very structured I'm very organized you should see my folders on my computer. Everything is in a folder. Everything is in a folder. No loose files. Can't stand that. My shoes all in boxes at the top of my closet. You know, all the skirts are together. All the shirts are together. All the jackets are together. Yeah, just very organized. So, I think I just want people to understand about introverts. Because this channel... Well, I'm sorry, this podcast is really going to be about how I see life through my introverted eyes, my introverted lens. And I really want people to understand we don't need to be fixed. It's none of that. You know, we're just living our life on a quiet zone. That's it. So I thank you all. I don't know how you reached this podcast, but I'm very happy that you did. Thanks for listening to Introverted with Michelle Carey. And if you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe. And don't forget to check out my blog and my novel section of my website at michellescarey.com. And this podcast has been brought to you by my sponsor, Sunray Multimedia LLC. And join us next time for another edition of Introverted with Michelle Carey. Peace. Thank you.